<laughs> we are back with another episode here on the NFL. As you know, the NFL season is 12 weeks over, actually 13 weeks over, 12 games over. So we have our three-fourths, three-quarterly awards. And with me again, Mike Hatch. Thank you again for having me on again, Tommy. Absolutely. Love hearing who you give your awards out to. They should really uh, put us in a, a bigger role in the NFL. I, I think the NFL should adopt these uh, these awards, just like the NBA is trying to change up their league. I think the NFL should bring these awards in and hand them out just like we are. You know, I'm, I'm with you on the NFL part. I don't think the NBA should do their thing, but maybe they'll talk to us after they hear our good NFL awards. I know. I mean, imagine getting like a plaque at the end of the year being like, wow, I won this award. It it's, came from the idea of Tommy Brazil. That's right. It's basically like the Dundies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think all NFL players would love a Dundee. I think they would too. All right, so our first Dundee here, as we're going to call him. This one is the early Pro Bowl award. Each of us are going to choose five players, one quarterback, running back, wide receiver, linebacker, and corner, who is deserved of the Pro Bowl as of now. Who do you got as your first quarterback? Lamar Jackson, uh, simply having the best season out of all of them. Um, so he's my AFC, my NFC would be Russell Wilson. Okay, I, I'm with you on Lamar Jackson. And then I'm going to switch it up. I'm going still Kirk Cousins for the NFC. Okay, even after the loss last night? Even after the loss, I'm, I'm going with him. He didn't actually play that bad. He kept him in the game. He brought him back in that game. Uh, just a few things didn't go their way. Yeah, and Dalvin getting injured at the end of that game didn't help them either. So it's no. not a bad pick. He's having a normal season for himself, I agree. All right, running back, who you got? Um, running back, I'm kind of torn. But I'm thinking Derrick Henry from the AFC. And then probably either Zeke or Barkley from the NFC. It's a toss-up between them two for me. Barkley? As in Saquon Barkley? Yeah. He hasn't done anything. It's okay. He deserves it. He deserves it over... Over, let's say, Dalvin Cook and Christian McCaffrey? Oh, yeah, that's true. I forgot they're technically <laughs> NFC. Um, yeah, uh, good point. Um, Zeke Christian I'm, McCaffrey. I think Zeke could sneak in. I don't think Barkley's deserved it. Zeke will sneak in just because his production has fallen, but that's a run first team. I think Barkley won't get in, but he kind of deserves it just because he is the only piece around that team. So whatever production you can get from him is productive because a team should be queuing in on him and just stopping the running game, but he still is able to produce a little bit and he's playing on a crappy team. But Christian and Dalvin, I for some reason completely forgot about them or having phenomenal seasons in and of themselves. I think they're the two shoe ins is Dalvin and Christian. Derrick Henry, I'm with you on that side, um, but I'm going to go with Nick Chubb as well for the AFC. Nick Chubb's a very good pick. He's done a, he's had high production for the Browns, um, kind of bigger than what I thought he would be doing this season. For but a, a very good pick. For a team that isn't having a good season, and now Kareem Hunt's back, the guy's been the most steady player on the team. For a team that, too, is just being not living up to expectations. The expectations for that team was Super Bowl for a lot of people's eyes. Here he is. He's the only one actually producing week in, week out. All right, wide receivers. Who you got? Hopkins and Thomas, two best wide receivers in the game in my mind. Yep, I'm with you, Michael Thomas, for sure. Hopkins, I mean, some of his numbers are a little down from recent years, but that that offense just seems too inconsistent this year to have him produce like he has been, but I am still going with him. 
And I think the big thing with him, too, is that this is the healthiest Will Fuller's been, and you've seen kind of a transition to Will Fuller in that offense. When that team is going, Will Fuller kind of becomes a more of a threat, and Hawkins just becomes more of a possession receiver, so he isn't exploding for those big receptions. That's more Fuller's game for them. And with Kenny Stills, the big play threat's there, too. So one less, right. one less guy, or one less throw you have to make to Hopkins with Stills going down the field. Um linebackers this one this one was a tricky one for me my AFC this one, I have yeah, I don't know who my AFC one is my uh, I don't know like that's the same I, I was thinking Jamie Collins just for the beginning of the season stats that he was putting up his numbers have definitely decreased since they've faced a little bit more difficult competition but if you remember those like first five weeks the man had like two picks two fumbles uh, a pick six, like he was putting up unreal numbers. So I think AFC might be Jamie Collins for me, but I would have to dive deeper into everything. I'm not sure. Yeah, I agree with you. Collins had a good first half of the season. He slowed up a little bit, but the whole defense has slowed up a little bit with the better offenses. Um, NFC, I'm going the staple of the Green Bay defense, Blake Martinez. Ooh, that's a good pick. He was my number two. My NFC happens to be a guy that just played on – one o'clock, um, Fred uh, Warner. Or Ooh, Wagner, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. He's having an unbelievable season for the 49ers. Having, he's kind of the heart and soul of that defense. And with his huge production, that defense has been able to be as consistent and as reliable as they've been all season. Yeah, I agree. Their, their front seven is probably the best in football, and it's led by Fred Warner. Yeah. Um, corners, I think we both have the same AFC corner being Stefan Gilmore. Yeah, easily. There's not a better corner in the game. It's it's ridiculous what he's been able to do. Shutting Amari Cooper to zero catches, that blew my mind. And even Hopkins had a decent game, but he didn't have a game that was like, oh, blow my blow my mind. And if you look at that game, a lot of Hopkins' production came in the zone. during his own, in yep. his own defense, right? So he's playing unbelievable, and I honestly wasn't expecting him to be this good this season. And from where he was two years ago to where he is now, it's unbelievable. Opposite side, actually one more AFC. I think Tredavious White is definitely deserving in Buffalo. Um, yes. I'm a big fan of him as well. And I'm just a big fan of that defense in general. It's a very sound defense. Don't make a lot of mistakes. And are able to capitalize on mistakes yeah. of the offense. I agree with you. I agree with you. In the NFC, though, I'm going the Saints, Marshawn Lattimore. So Marshawn Lattimore is probably mine, too. The only issue I have with him, is it seems like he's only really producing to a super high quality. Like, I expected this to be a top-two corner. He only seems to be doing it when he's facing good competition, when he's facing an elite wide receiver, and he's like, okay, I need to step up for this game. And that seems to be what he's doing. I just wish he could do it on a more consistent basis. Like, I truly think he has the talent for it. Yeah, he somewhat plays to the competition, I think. But I think that's what the Saints will need, is him to step up against those big guys. So I think they can take that at the moment. Right, and especially because if he's doing that in the playoffs, then they should be pretty set in the playoffs. Like, if he's stepping up, those are all big competition games. NFC stack right now in terms of playoffs. So if he can step up for those games, then they'll be fine. All right, we're going to move on to our next award, and that is the James Harden Award. Which team has taken, or team or player, has taken the biggest step back from last year? So, I hate saying it, but I think it's Philadelphia. Um, Philadelphia was this team that a lot of people thought was going to go to the Super Bowl this season, and they're just not where they should be. Neither is the whole NFC. I mean, the whole NFC East, I mean, 
Dallas is in brain in that list too. Dallas should be a playoff team that should be making headway into the Super Bowl with the amount of talent that they have. So maybe it's just those two teams out of the NFC East, but those are mine. As much as I'd love to say an NFC East team, I'm going with the Los Angeles Rams. Ooh, good one. I That's true. Uh, Super Bowl hangover. It is. I mean, Goff's been horrible. McVay's system is starting to fall apart. I heard something that said in 2021, Goff, or not Goff, but McVay's going to be an offensive coordinator somewhere because he's just falling apart. And I mean, it, are we really surprised, though? I mean, look at what the Falcons did after their losses to the Patriots. I mean, the Eagles have kind of been in a slump ever since they won the Super Bowl. So it doesn't quite surprise me, but it is a big drop-off for them. I agree. You know what Sean McVay reminds me of is a Chip Kelly offense. Yes, it's 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 a complete college-style offense that just happens to be working in the NFL in my mind. Yeah, so Goff's new deal probably looks even worse now. Um I and I hated it to begin with. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of him either. I mean, he was an adequate quarterback at best, but now he's trending down. Um, so, yeah, that's mine. I mean, I'd love to say Philly too, um, but the fact of the matter is they could still win the division, sadly. Yeah, but so could the Redskins. So what does that tell you? I mean, the Redskins is a little bit more unlikely, but... Mathematically, they are not out. They are not. It just will take an awful lot to get them there. <laughs> yes. I mean, Dallas has to lose out. Or Philadelphia has to lose out and then beat Dallas. So that's a little tough. Right. And they have to win out, so I don't know if that's happening either. Um, but yeah, those are our uh, Step Back Awards. Black Friday Cyber Monday Awards coming up next. If you could offer anyone off your team at a discounted price, who would it be? So he's not playing that much anymore um, since Isaiah Wynn came back, but my pick is Marshall Newhouse. The dude was a revolving door at left tackle. Could not protect Brady's blind side. And I just felt like every time they dropped back to pass, it was Newhouse's man. That was just beating him right off the line and applying pressure to Brady. So Marshall Newhouse can go for a bag of footballs for all I care. <laughs> I am taking I'm this is gonna surprise you a little bit because it's not Aguilar. I know you wanted me to pick Aguilar. Um, I really thought it was gonna be Aguilar. But you know, Aguilar's a free agent at the end of the year, so I'll let him walk then. So I'm I'm taking Ronald Darby. Ooh, okay. Who got I like lost him. like 14 times against Devontae Parker this last week. Yeah, he did not have a good game at all. Oh, it's not even that he was in bad coverage. It's just he got out-jumped every single play, and he's too small. Yeah. So he's mine. Someone can take him. He's supposed to be good coming from Buffalo, but the guy, I mean, he got us to a Super Bowl with Jalen Mills, but he's been trash ever since. Yeah, he hasn't done much. He, he, I mean, he was in Buffalo when Gilmore was there, too. So how much was this overshadowed by, I mean, look what Gilmore's become. I don't know. I mean, it, it. I'm sure it could be part of the scheme as well. I mean, Jim Schwartz isn't known to have great corners, but yeah, Ronald Darby's mine. That's a good one. I like it. I really thought it was going to be Aguilar, though. Uh, I'll let him walk at the end of the year. Plus, like I said to you before, I don't want to put the burden on another team of Aguilar. It's just tough dealing with that guy. I mean, give him to, like, the Browns or Cincinnati, something like that. Cincinnati, man, they're coming back. 1-11, they're, they're making the playoffs. Yeah, they're going to be a playoff team for sure. They are. Andy Dalton's the man. All right, next up is the Turkey Award. Who has gotten carved up the most in the last four to five weeks? So this is a tough one. I think for me it has to be the Patriots' defense. Um, you see them get exposed by a couple of different styles of offense really have to struggle to come in and win games. I mean, Baltimore carved them up, which we were kind of expecting, but 
it still would have been nice if they could have limited that offense. Houston just carved them up pretty decently. I mean, Philly really didn't. Dallas showed at points that they could, but like you said, they held Amari Cooper to nothing. So, But I think it's Patriots defense. This team was supposed to be heavily relying on that defense, and defense is supposed to be one of the best of all time, according to people at the beginning of the season. Now they're just looking like they still look great, but they're not like all worldly. So I think for the expectations that people were having, my vote has to be the Patriots defense. Yeah, I think that's a good pick just because at the beginning of the year, they were otherworldly, but they didn't really face a lot of competition. Now you're starting to see some of the better quarterbacks in the league. Some of the better quarterbacks in the league are starting to slice them up a bit, and they have Mahomes this week, so that'll be interesting. Um, See what the Chiefs can do against them. So yeah, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. Mine is the other side of the ball and a team that the the, um, Patriots actually face. That's the Dallas Cowboys offense. That's a good one, too. They were... First in the league, they might still be first in the league in yards per game and stuff like that, but they just don't seem to score points. I mean, you saw it against no. the Bills, you saw it against the Patriots. Dak is, oh, he's an MVP candidate, but they, the they don't score a lot of points. The team can't win against winning record teams. I mean, they're 0 in what, 6? 0 in 6, 0 in 7. Something. How many losses do they have? They have 6 That's losses, 0 in 6. All right, so they're 0 in 6. Yeah. They, they falter against good teams, and uh, I think that's more on the offense than the defense. I mean, they've been in these games. Their defense hasn't given up 30, 40 points. It's just the right. offense. So that's mine. Dallas offense, New England defense. I think those are both good picks. Yeah. All right, next one is the Baby Yoda Award. Baby Yoda's been all over the internet. I'm sure you've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. You don't I, even I watch mean... Star Wars and you've seen it. Exactly. It's just everywhere. People are finding a way to use it for anything and everything. So this is the most meme-worthy moment of the season. So I know it's something that goes on every year, but Jason Garrett's clapping is definitely (laughs) up there for me. Because, I mean, but that gets made fun of every year. It does. Um, So I guess it's a really bad situation, but you could use that whole Miles Garrett uh, swinging the helmet at a lot of different things if you yeah. really thought about it. That was my, that was one of my top ones too. <laughs> like you could use it for a lot of like when you're upset, like you could use that. Like something stupid's going on, you could use it. So it's a terrible incident that happened, but it does produce good quality, I guess. That was probably my second one, but my team passed that up this week, and it was the the punter throwing to the kicker. For the oh, touchdown, yes. and then one of the linemen laughing at the Eagles. That was mine. Well, have you seen that? Um, it's even come out that a lot of people remember the Colts like four or five years ago ran oh, that yeah. terrible. Oh, yeah. A lot of people think that's the play that the Colts were trying to run right there. I mean, it, so, was, it was a little different. So I don't know how the Colts screwed that up that much. I mean, they had players on both sides, whereas and the Colts only Colts had, had it on one. I think like nine on the one side. But if that's the play that they were trying to run and they messed it up that bad, that's actually pretty comical because that Either play way, worked flawlessly. I don't think it was even the play design. It, it wasn't a good play design. It was the Eagles are idiots. They, they rushed the five at the punter and left the kicker open. Yeah. Oh, that's three straight weeks the Eagles have lost by one touchdown and three straight trick plays. Exactly. I mean, bad. that's just bad. Teams probably will keep doing it to them too. They're not picking up on anything. No, teams are like we can run one in the red zone every week and we'll score no matter yeah, what. Pretty much, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. All right, next up is the Giving Thanks Award. Who or what are you most thankful for this season? 
I mean, as a page, as a Patriots fan, it has to be the Patriots defense. I don't know where this team would be without this defense right now. The offense barely putting up points. Who knows? We're, we might not even be a playoff team without this defense. So that is what I am most thankful for this season. That's a good one. I am most thankful for Jerry Jones. Because okay. without him keeping Jason Garrett around, the Eagles wouldn't be alive. So I saw things too yesterday where it was, even though the Eagles lost, it's probably hurting all Cowboys fans because this might convince Jerry Jones to keep uh, Garrett as the head coach. It is true. See, I'm on the belief that the Cowboys are losing on purpose to give the Eagles more hope and then crush them week 16. (laughs) But then there's the other Cowboys side of it, which you just said, and that the Eagles lose after Dallas loses so that Jason Garrett gets to stay. Yeah. So it's a big conspiracy on what could happen. And I mean, it's even hilarious that the team that rumored to want Jason Garrett was the Giants, a team that faces him twice a year. Like, they should know how bad of a coach he is. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't make much sense to me. And Jerry Jones' comments, like yesterday, where he said, some team, or he'll be an NFL coach next year, no matter what. I'm like, does that mean you want him or no? Yeah. It's a weird situation going on in Dallas right now with the coaching. Yeah, very thankful for Jerry Jones. The guy just can't seem to do right for his team. And he has some funny one-liners sometimes, too. Oh, he does. He does. I agree. Moving to our last award is the Hallmark Movie Award. Which newly elite team is most likely to have a Hallmark movie ending and win it all? I think it's Baltimore. Baltimore right now is my favorite out of the AFC and I think they just faced the, truly the best defense, best run defense in San Fran. And although they only won by three points, they showed that they can grind it out in terrible conditions and still produce a win. Um, so that's my team right now. Baltimore, they've looked the best. They've beaten the best. There's nothing that concerns me about them really other than still Lamar Jackson throwing the ball does concern me a little bit. See, I don't think he's as bad as a passer as a lot of people think he is. Because like, when he actually has to sit back in the box and pass the ball, he delivers bullets, and they're usually on target. And they're usually for deep completions, or he hits the tight end underneath, and he does his job. See, his his deep passing, is he's one of the worst in the league accuracy-wise. Um, but yes. I don't know. I just, I just don't think if they had to trust his throwing, I don't think they would. I think they'd continue to try and run it, even if they were down a couple scores. Which makes sense. I mean, that run game has been pretty pretty elite, pretty unstoppable, so why not stick with what you're good at? And too, last but, year in the playoffs, Lamar Jackson laid an absolute egg. Oh, he did. That is very true. So maybe that happens this year. But my team, I'm going with the 49ers, who they just beat. Okay. I love the defense. I think it's the best defense in the league. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is he's, he's not the best, he's, but he's trustworthy. He can, he can manage the game. He can make big plays. But I think they come down to the running game, too. Coleman... Um, Breda, Mostert, they've Mostert. got so many running backs on that team. And I think the thing, too, that comes down with that team is you saw it kind of this week where if Jimmy makes a mistake like he did the fumble, the other team's going to try to capitalize on it. But if he stays like he's been the previous couple weeks where he's not making mistakes, whether it be fumbles, picks, uh, just bad decision-making, he gives his team a shot to win, which is what they need. And even even the games that he has made those mistakes, they've lost by three, seven. I don't know what the final score of the Seahawks game was, but it was like three or four. I mean, they don't lose by much. They're always in the game, and I think the defense just keeps them there. So my question to you is, if the playoffs 
fall out the way that they are right now. So them as a five seed? As them as a five seed, are they still your Hallmark movie team, though? Oh, absolutely. You get to go to the NFC East, Dallas or Philly or Washington. That's a blowout. Um, <laughs> next, you face the one seed, which, whether it be the Seahawks or Saints, right now it's the Saints. Um, I think they can go in and handle Drew Brees in the offense. I don't think Drew Brees in that offense have looked all that good since he's come back. No, they haven't. So I think the defense could shut that down, and then you get a matchup again with Seattle or who's the three seed? Uh, Green Bay. I think they already showed they can destroy Green Bay, and they were close with Seattle. I I think they can play with anyone in the league wherever they are. Okay, that was my only concern with them too, was could they do it being a road team each and every game? I mean, it'll it'll be a big test. I'm not sure. Is it this week that they play the Saints? I think it is. Uh, I'm pretty sure it is. So I think this week it will be a little bit more telling. I mean, if they can compete with that offense, I think they can move the ball on the Saints, even if it's in New Orleans. So I think they can win but that I, game. I think the Saints have a very underrated defense. we got to remember that Saints carried that team, that defense carried that team while Breeze was out. And it doesn't seem like they're playing to the same level as they were when Breeze was out. And maybe that's because they're like, oh, we got Drew back. We don't have to play as tight. But that Saints defense does have a pretty pretty solid core. They are solid, and they're even better when they're at home, I think. I mean, if they're at home, they've got the crowd. They're tough to beat there. But, you know, Atlanta's done it. Tampa Bay puts up points on them. I don't see why the Niners couldn't either. Which is true. It's just they don't play consistent even when they are that good. No, and that, I think, goes back to part of the whole thing with Lattimore, too, how just not only is he not consistent, the team isn't consistent. So maybe it's something with coaching there. Yeah, it could be. I mean, Sean Payton's more of the offensive coach rather than the defensive. I don't even know who the defensive coordinator is there. It, well, it's not Bounty Gate anymore, so. No, no. Um, so, yeah. So, Baltimore, your Super Bowl favorite right now? Yeah, right now they're my Super Bowl favorite, yeah. sadly. You know, I, I I wouldn't mind that as a Super Bowl. Uh, Ravens and, like, the Niners, Ravens, Saints. I, I think that's a good Super Bowl. It should be a really good Super Bowl, but that means they're beating my Patriots. Like your Eagles probably aren't even going to be in the playoffs, so don't worry oh, about well, that. Calm down. The Eagles are making the playoffs. But my Patriots are at least I mean, my Patriots can fall to a wild card team, which is kinda of crazy to think about too, but That's true. Um so What week do you guys play the Bills again? Week uh sixteen. Sixteen? Man, that that's that week is gonna decide a lot of divisions. Got the Bills Patriots, got the Cowboys Eagles. I'm not sure if that's the Seahawks Niners. Maybe. No, that's 17. That's 17. So yeah, those last couple weeks are going to be huge. I know the Vikings Packers play again late. Yep, they play week 16. Man, that week's going to be big time. Oh, this whole the I mean, usually like week 16, week 17, you see teams start resting players and stuff like that because they're like, oh, we got our we got our spot secured. But for not a lot of teams, year. it's not this year. For a lot of playoff teams this year, it's still kind of open. I don't think there's going to be really any playoff team that can do that because it's all about seeding. I don't think any team in the league is going to have that opportunity this year to rest players. Depending on what the Patriots do, Baltimore might be able to. I, I don't think New England will fall that much out. But if they would lose this week, it kind of depends on what they do against the Bills. Right, right. I, I don't see Baltimore resting them. I don't. I don't think Harbaugh will do that. And then... That's probably it, though, yeah. Like, Colts and stuff, they can't rest. Colts aren't um, even... They're like the three seed in their division, right? Yeah, yeah. Tennessee's making a little push with uh, Ryan Tannehill. He's my comeback player of the year right now. Tannehill, it's happening. 
Yep. He's been good, yeah. They, I, I think I saw a stat there, like the second best offense since he took over. He's been pretty elite for him. Not to mention Derek Henry's been a stud too, but yes, yeah. Tennessee always seems to like give their fans hope, gives JP hope, and then the last game <laughs> of the season they just lose it. <laughs> well, they make the playoffs and they're out in the first round or something like that. They're not. Or they, they're not. Or they draft in the their playoff seed right now. They're the seven, right? Right. Yeah, because Pittsburgh's still seven and five ahead of them. Yes, or they draft the quarterback with the number one pick or whatever he won, and it Ooh. gives all player it gives the fans hope that they have their future. And here he is getting benched for Ryan Tannehill. Hey, whatever works. Where do you think he's going to end up? Where's Mariota going? I have no clue. That's a uh, one. Chicago maybe is maybe going to try to make a move, but I kind of doubt that too. But wouldn't mind seeing Chicago make a move. Uh, I think they'll move on from Mitch, but I don't think it'll be Mariota. I mean, you got to think like what teams are moving on from quarterbacks and which teams are bad right now. Like Arizona, they're not moving on from their quarterback. The Bengals. Bengals, I feel like they're going to draft one. I mean, you're going to be high. Why not just pick one? But you might have your fair share of like a new in a Mariota, Winston, maybe. So I don't I know. See the there's, Pan- there's the definitely Panthers, open I slots. could see being in a in a spot to potentially go after quarterback. Um, there's definitely open teams it's just which ones meet the offensive style of the quarterbacks that might be available Mariota really doesn't fit a lot of offenses either no he fits a college offense so maybe he'd he'd work in LA as a backup even though they already have the best backup Blake Bortles they do I mean Tannehill I think has proven that he's the best backup but okay Nick Foles is but that's, that's <laughs> no, Gardner Minshew is definitely better than Nick Foles. He's so. not a backup now, though. Nick Foles is a backup again. Because he replaced the starter. That's exactly, why he's not so a Nick Foles is back to his best role. <laughs> we all know it. You remember like three years ago when everyone thought this Jaguars team was the team of the AFC for like the next like five years because of that defense? It wasn't because of defense. It was because of the vote. No, it was because of defense. Ramsey, Boye, come on, don't lie to yourself. Bortles. Bortles was like number five on that list. Bortles was number one on my list. Okay. He was always the reason. They should have won that game against the Patriots, too. They probably should have. I'm they glad didn't. they didn't, though, because they would have beaten the Eagles. Was it that year? Was it the Eagles year? Yeah, it was. Okay. I was hoping the Patriots would win because I didn't want it any other way. I wanted to beat the Patriots and not the Jaguars in the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's not so a real Super Bowl. Because you could rub it in all our New England fans. I mean, that helps a little bit. But, like, beating the Jaguars in the Super Bowl, that's not a Super Bowl win. That's just the Jaguars. That is true. That is like true. elite team of the decade, but we beat them. Yeah. So that is Great. it for our awards. Actually, no, we have one more. We do? At the end of the year, I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah. One more award show, man. These cats right here are fighting. They're going all over the place. Uh, you should let them pick the awards next week. I don't think. Or next would. time. I don't think they'd be very good at that. Neither do I. Yeah. Yeah. So one after week seventeen. Who knows? We might do a playoff one too. Depends on how I'm feeling. At the end of the year or something like that. Yeah. After the okay. Super Bowl. Yo, calm down. <laughs> Stop it. They're loud. That's because they're like moving chairs with them running around on them. <laughs> and knock the Christmas tree over. Dicks. Seriously. 
And all right, thank you for having thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. We'll have you again after week seventeen when the Eagles are facing the Niners in the playoffs. Okay, that's what you really think. I do think that. Actually no, it's gonna be the Seahawks because Niners win that division. True. Very true. So we will be back week 18, 17 and a half, I should say, before the playoffs for another award ceremony.